Sportscast, part of Locked On Atlanta on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Hawks postcast, your home for the best Hawks talk. It's local insight you can't get anywhere but right here at Locked On. I'm Tanitra Batiste, and alongside me is Deshaun Tate. The Locked On Hawks postcast is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Now, Deshaun, the Hawks finally stopped a four-game skid with a 126-125 last second win over the Raptors tonight. But we'll get into who didn't make the game winner because he didn't make it into the game. And if that's more than just a one game thing, well, we'll talk about it in the end one. Then we'll also talk about the gauntlet of a homestand the Hawks are facing in our Who Got Next segment. But first, we'll give you T and Tate's takes on how the Hawks escaped with that win. So, Deshaun, your top takeaway from this game was that the bigs came up big. No doubt. No doubt. And I, and I believe that there's an old saying that goes, do unto others as you want done unto you. <laughs> and by saying that, what I mean is, is this has been a Hawks team that over the course of, I don't know how many weeks, months now at this point, that they've been picked on by other teams, taking advantage on when they were, you know, taking advantage of when they were losing players. Obviously, no RJ Barrett tonight, no Emmanuel quickly, uh, no Jakob Pertle, no excuses. Um, in a situation like that, you got to put your foot on the gas and uh, and ramp it up in whichever way that you feel that you have an advantage. That was the front court tonight, 76 to 52 points um, in the uh, front court as far as in the paint goes. And uh, Hawks, Hawks, uh, they kind of, you know, flex their muscles a little bit on the Raptors. Didn't make it easy. They never do. It feels like they never will. We hope that that changes. Um but this is another one of those where I feel like, you know, I sound like a a, a recorder a little bit, but, you know, you do as uh, as you're expected to do. And I expected for this to be a win considering the circumstances. It's funny because when I saw that particular takeaway from you, I said, <laughs> oh, well, you know, you can say that because, OK, they don't have the big that they've had forever who's been really. I guess living rent-free in the Hawks' heads, that guy, Pascal Siakam. So, yeah, you better win because the guy <laughs> who destroyed you at every turn, well, he's gone. So there's that. Well, I have a little bit of a different take on it, right? And for mm -hmm. me, it was more of, hey, the Hawks didn't wait until the third quarter to let the opponent take over tonight. They went ahead and did it in the second quarter. I mean, why not just get it out of the way? Why don't you? And the reason I'm saying that is because, yes, I will give it to you. The Hawks got their 19th win of the season, and a win is win is a win. And another good is that four out of the five Hawks starters had double-doubles in different ways, whether that was from a rebound perspective or an assist perspective, which tells us that, hey, they were out there definitely competing on the glass, and it tells us that there was some good ball movement tonight. So that's great, and I want to give them a shout-out for that. But those pesky little things that we always see creep up <laughs> yeah. in, the, in the third quarter where you and I just scratch our head or bang our head against a wall or do something that really shows you that we're confused. We actually had to do that in the second quarter. The Hawks had built up a 12-point lead at one point early in this game. So how in the world do you allow the Raptors to go on a 25, 22-5, 22-5 run to start the second quarter. 
make that make sense. You can't, you can't. And so that's where I have the problem in that if you're really taking advantage of this team, then how is it that you start off with a 12 point lead, but allow them to go on that kind of a run and allow them to take a four point lead into halftime? That's why I have a problem with it, because I do think that there were still some of those pesky things that we often see come up in this game. Case in point, if Bogey hadn't made a three with about 30 seconds left in the, <laughs> in the halftime, you know, the Hawks would have gone into the half shooting 8% from the perimeter. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they mm-hmm. only ended up at 14% with that three, mm-hmm. by the way. The Raptors were shooting 56% from three at halftime. Why do I mention that? Because that's one of the pesky things that typically gets the Hawks opponents back in the game. There's no good wing defense. So we still saw that. That's still a challenge that we need to honestly address. Then there was our favorite term, random role player. There you go. I was waiting on it. I was you waiting on know. the like, Tanisha, and I'm going to definitely let you go ahead and speak. But like, I feel like we're almost at a point now with this show where right. we can start implementing a a piece of a segment to a segment called hi my name is like the little sticker that you get right here on the shirt when you go somewhere or like a insert random guy name here because there was quite a few of them tonight go ahead <laughs> exactly i was just saying the same thing like which one am i gonna choose am i gonna choose war boucher porter i mean which one am i gonna go with but i decided because he actually had the best game in the area that i just mentioned i'm gonna pick jordan war Because Jordan War is the one who, when you look into his numbers, he really was successful at that three-point line in getting what was a team tying 24 points for them, a team high tying 24 points for them. That's a problem for me. Because there's no way somebody should come off the bench and torch you like that. And the fact that we saw the same thing, not just from them, but you go into the bigs, and hey, their guy, Jonte Porter, a big off the bench. Mm -hmm. And got his. So Mm -hmm. I still find those things to be problematic because you dressed out enough guys with the exception of DeJounte Murray. We'll talk a little bit more about that in the and one. But you dressed enough guys for you to be able to offset their four bench players. That to me is still very, very troubling. And I think the other thing like for me is this. Well, two things. Number one, you had a four point lead at a minute and 44. All you have to do is protect the ball, try to dribble out the clock a little bit, force them to take a timeout or to, excuse me, to, well, you yeah, I mean, you could force them to foul you, right? And Mm -hmm. they actually don't have timeouts because they kind of whittle theirs away early in the fourth quarter. So my thing is you got to be mindful, like have some type of situational awareness. We talked about that. Friday night where there were a couple of opportunities at the Hawks because it seemed like no one was prepared for the situation at hand. So you get there and not only do you almost whittle away the 140, the, the lead with a minute and 44, but you actually let the Raptors go up. Thank God. The one shot that Jordan Warren missed the one three that he missed in the, was at the wrong time for them, the right time for the Hawks, which of course was a 49 footer, a desperation shot at the end of the game. And like Robert Blackman said, the Hawks, they always keep the blood pressure up. Yes, they do. Because at the end of the day, there <laughs> it's like nothing is sacred, like no lead is safe and nothing that they're doing is safe, whether it's the bigs in the front court dominating or whether it's them having a good night from a three. It's just, it's the consistently inconsistent that is still problematic because these are the things we talk about all the time. And 
you got to be prepared for that guy. In this case, Gary Trent Jr. you got to be prepared for whoever that guy is for them or Scotty Barnes. Look out for those guys to see mm-hmm. where they are and what they're doing because it doesn't matter that Gary Trent Jr. had made a shot mm-hmm. in the whole second half. That dude, when he gets the ball in his hands or you see the ball going to him, somebody's got to be ready to defend him on the perimeter because if not for that Sadiq putback jam, we're having a different conversation. We'll have a more conversation that'll be a little bit different because, hey, something just looked a little bit different tonight and Deshaun and I are not quite sure what to make of it. We want you guys to chime in about it as well. We'll be right back and we're going to talk more about it and talk more Hawks Raptors in the and one. This episode of Locked On Hawks Postcast is brought to you by eBay Motors and also brought to you by FanDuel. Now, guys, we've told you before on this show, and we're going to tell you again, we like our rides to be clean, right? We like our rides to have a good look on the inside and out. Passion, drive, patience, that's the kind of thing that we have to do, especially in these Atlanta streets. That's also, of course, what brings home the winning trophy that also keeps our rider dies alive and the hopes and dreams and aspirations of a team not named the Detroit Lions. Sorry, Deshaun. Having hopes and aspirations of getting a Super Bowl along with those Kansas City Chiefs. Now, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights. And of course, as I always tell you guys, cool seat covers, whether you're into speed, power or style, eBay Motors has you covered with over 122 million parts. For your ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. So with all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. eBayMotors.com is where you should check all the parts out, inside and out, eligible items only, exclusions apply, eBay Guaranteed Fit, only available to U.S. customers. And of course, we also want to talk to you guys about FanDuel. Now, FanDuel, of course, is the place to go if you want to celebrate a different sort of way about what's going on in a couple of weeks in the Super Bowl. Happy Super Bowl now that we know who's going to make it. Again, sorry, Deshaun, I was rooting for you guys. But to all who celebrate, FanDuel is America's number one sports book that you should check out. Now, if you're like me, maybe you look at Super Bowl Sunday and it's all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks and placing maybe some super bets. Well, you can do that on FanDuel. It has so many ways for you to end the season on a good note with a W or two or three. How? Well, not only can you bet on who will win the Super Bowl, but FanDuel also has bets for which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. New customers join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. So just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. You can make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. All right, Deshaun, so we got a little deep dive. I wanted to run something by you, right? Something that mm, I'll say concerned me. I'll I'll give it the concerned one, too. Now, we talked about this a little bit earlier, kind of mentioned to our audience that the Hawks went without DeJounte Murray, who was a last-minute scratch tonight. DJ was actually added to the injury report about 90 minutes before tip-off with right 
hamstring tightness. Now, now let's be clear on a couple of things. He was in the huddle, was at the game tonight with the Hawks, but he also hasn't missed a game due to injury this entire season of 46 games. Now, I'm also concerned because I, I wonder, what does that really mean for the bigger picture? And here's why. There was a DM that was screenshot and posted Friday night. It was from DJ's X or Twitter verified account. And it was posted by a, an account called Bring Back the Picks. It is verified on X. And it's one that our Locked On Sports Atlanta team follows. Now, the tweet, for the most part, described DJ's, DJ's frustration. The frustration may be by some of the other team members talking about the differences in communication and just how, you know, that term we hear all the time, togetherness, is not quite there. Now, if you go, you can't find it now because not only has that tweet been deleted, but DJ's account on Twitter has since been deactivated. With all the rumors running rampant to Sean, it kind of makes you wonder. We don't have any confirmation, but it kind of makes you wonder, like I do, is this a sign that maybe DJ is a little bit closer to being out the door? Besides the fact that I do have a little bit of pushback from you trying to stick the knife in me a little bit more no, no, deeper and deeper. No, it's a, no, 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 no. I let you. I, I was like, I just wanted to come back from our commercial break and just go all the way. And I said, no, you can't do that. You love to need your way have. too much. Totally no, you love to need your way. To need your man. <laughs> Tanisha is way too sweet to you to uh to 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 do that to her. So, but no, um, no. Listen, I mean, you can't help but to think already when you think of the Atlanta Hawks about a potential trade. You can't help. That's when the game's not even on. That's as a fan and not as a fan, or when you're just thinking about some of the talent um at the top and most you know hot most conversations that you're hearing about players being traded we talk about it all the time it's like a new notification every day about a new team that's interested or whatever the case is and that like you said that is literally um multiple times a day sometimes but um when you see him on the side like that you know you tend to think these things and um that's the reality. That's just the elephant in the room. I mean, if I'm being honest, like that is the energy that's kind of overtaking games being played in general at this point. Now, maybe that's just me speaking for myself. No. Um, but, you know, it, it feels like you can't really breathe easy until, a, you know, a deal is either A, done or B, not done. And it yeah. kind of makes you think John Collins all over again. And that went on for way too long. But yeah. um you know, when, when you have these situations, um, you can see where DeJounte on a game like today was 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 needed. Um, and we certainly enjoy what he brings, you know, to this team. Um, and we don't want to treat the situation as if he isn't here already anymore. Right. Um, but you have to believe that there's some sort of validity. Now, obviously, there's all of these courses and steps of action that you have to go through first until things are official and finalized and whatever else. But I tell you one thing, accounts aren't being deactivated and, uh, you know, tweets aren't being deleted because there's nothing there. Like, this yeah. isn't the first time we've probably heard, oh, this is going to happen or that's going to happen. This should be happening any day now. Well, it just so happened to be today plus he's in uh in in, in sweats and everything else prior to warming up with the team so mm -hmm. um 
I was just hoping that that would be something that like my concern was that that wouldn't be something that was going to overshadow the team's win um nor have them you know not completely focused on this game which was a game that they could lose like the hawks can't afford to have their focus be absolutely anywhere else outside of whoever the opponent is warming up on the other side so i think that there's some 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 validity to it i don't know what all it entailed so i can't go as far as you know say as far as that goes but um i know one thing in the event that there is some truth and that he's definitely you know we've already seen him on his in his last game in an atlanta hawks Mm -hmm. uniform right some 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 really lucky nba franchise is uh about to gain a very phenomenal person and needless to say basketball player indeed and i gotta tell you this too i think one of the things that kind of raised an eyebrow for me when i saw a screenshot of that particular tweet was that we have been discussing some of the things that were mentioned in that tweet in the dm because it literally talks about the fact that what goes on sometimes in practices isn't what goes on in the game as far as plays that are called, right? And it also talks about communication and playing together. How many times have we had this conversation on this postcast and even on our Atlanta Hawks or our Atlanta basketball party about the Hawks that there were two things that just keep coming up. This whole concept of a lack of communication or communication just wasn't there or togetherness. And then it makes you kind of point back to, well, where does that start? Because typically your floor generals, your backcourt, that's where the communication originates for a team. And then they kind of dictate where the rest of the communication goes for a particular possession, right? Mm -hmm. So it kind of made you look back to say, okay, well, where's that coming from? Is that coming from a lack of communication or miscommunication between the the two members of the Mm backcourt? Or is that between the backcourt and the front court, like where are the communication blocks? But I mentioned before, and I don't know if I mentioned it on the Friday postcast or we just talked about it pre-production, but there were definitely moments where I saw in that Friday game where it was clear that there was a disconnect yeah. where the ball started and where yeah. the ball ended in a possession. Mm-hmm. And it looked as if after that possession ended, it really did look like there was a communication breakdown because it was a possession where, hey, the Hawks could have clearly capitalized and scored. And then you'd see the Mavericks go down the court and maybe one or two passes, if you will, but there mm-hmm. was communication about the pass. It just seemed to be cohesive. And then, of course, they capitalized and they scored two or three. So what was stated in that particular DM, it mirrors a lot of what our concerns have been. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want I want I want to say this too, Tanitra. I want to wake something up real quick, and I definitely want to get some of the listeners and viewers yeah. and so forth opinions on some of this. You know, some we don't want to dance around this topic. Sometimes you have to because there's so many things that isn't official within right. it yet. Yeah. Um, but we yeah. know that it's out there, right? And all you know, we everybody's eyes is glued to it, and everybody has an yeah. opinion on it. Feel free to hit us up. You know, um, on Twitter, you know, you see me there at Tate's Take Hoops. Hit up Tanitra on Twitter as well, at Locked On uh, ATL as well. And let us know how you feel. Um, my question maybe that I want to propose for this whole thing uh, is, you know, 
at bare minimum, what do you want to see the Atlanta Hawks get in return in the event that, you know, that, that, that a deal is done because we're hearing so many names being thrown out there and so many different things being just kind of tossed around and whatever else, whether it's D'Angelo Russell or, you know, uh, this guy, AR, that guy, you know, Reeves and whoever else, Lakers, this team, that team, Knicks, whoever, let us know, regardless of the team or whatever the case may be, let us know if not anything else, I want to see this because this team has certain needs. I believe that this team does need to beef up its, um, you know, talent pool on the bench. If you couldn't tell, then no other time than tonight. What was it? 56 yeah. points or something like that off the bench for Toronto versus yep. one guy who scored Oyeko Kongu with, I think, six Literally. points or so, 10, 10 points, points yep. 10 points, something I'll like that. So if there yeah. isn't any more clear indication as to what spots needs to be, you know, filled on this team, um, let us know what is ideal to you. We want to make you right. a part of this program. We want to make you a part of this show. So I want to make sure that I, you know, put that out there. We're definitely going to go to here to the comments and stuff like that. And we have some time as well in the next segment but i want to put that out there because we really like to know how you guys feel this is just as much about you guys uh as it is us yeah and i think for me i just want to see maybe the hawks begin to get some of the assets back because it costs a lot to get Dejounte, and i'm not suggesting to you that i thought that he wasn't worth it because there were many nights where as the in-game analyst for the hawks i'm down on the floor and i'm going is, is somebody going to stop this dude? Like literally. <laughs> and I would do like my pregame analysis, my keys to the game. And then I get there at halftime and my key, it, it turned in, it turned from keys to the game to key to the game. Yep. Stop DeJounte Murray. And yep. so when I found out that he was coming over, especially because he wasn't someone who was on the trade block, he wasn't someone who was in free agency, right? It was mm -hmm. just one of those situations where the Spurs kind of knew they were going to kind of tank. And so they were giving him, him an opportunity to move on to a team that he wanted to be with and a team where he could compete because they were competing. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking, man, this is perfect because you're going to be able to give your backcourt a little bit more support from a defensive perspective. And it seems like it's a win-win because he's a well-liked, amenable guy, easy to get along with, and still could be, by the way. That doesn't mean, that's not an indictment on Trey or DeJounte. Sometimes, like I've said before, marriages look like they're going to work until mm -hmm. they get married and they don't work. And you mm -hmm. realize, well, we're not as much of the same person as we thought we were. So I think for me, it's maybe utilizing this to get some assets back. But I know that then poses another question that we'll talk about as time goes on, because we kind of need to see where this is going, mm -hmm. uh, whether or not this is going to send the Hawks into a slight reset. And they're looking at the rest of this team and whatever they get as, hey, we can still make a run for the play in. Or if they're looking at this like, you know what, we're at a point in place where it's probably time to just start the rebuild process, which yeah. is a totally different animal yep. because then that begs the question of whether or not you keep Trey Young through a rebuild. Very no. much, you know, a lot, a lot of questions that yep. need to be answered because we need to see if, and we put a big if on this. <laughs> yes, we, we do. Gotten, yeah, we have not gotten a word from anyone that this trade, a trade has gone through with DeJounte Murray, but it's just that there, it's one of those things where Deshaun and I have been covering this team for years. And there have been many times where there's been smoke, there's been fire. Now mm -hmm. the fire might've taken a long time to explode, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. But there's been smoke and eventually there's been fire. So, of course, here at Locked on Hawks postcast and here at Locked on Sports Atlanta, we'll keep you guys posted on the progress. But in the meantime, we'll come back on the other side with who got next. This episode of the Locked on Hawks postcast is also brought to you by quiz.com. So you can play without downloading anything. Just go to app.quiz.com and it's literally app.quiii, that's three I's, quiiiz.com. As always, it's going to be something that you could absolutely make fun. And this is one of those things where like, say for example, there's a trivia question that you want to throw out there and you want to make sure you know the answer, especially if it's like an NBA trivia question, for example. So we always know we'll get something from the Hawks that'll tell us something like when Trey Young was on his his run of 30 plus points, 10 plus assists, which by the way, he notched another one tonight. That's the kind of thing that quiz.com can get the answers for you easily on. It's the world's first platform where you can actually also earn money playing knowledge games. So for you locked on Hawks postcast fans, the this group has created an NBA quiz game where you can test your knowledge and win real cash. You can play with friends, you can play with other fans, and you can let your knowledge shine all the way to the bank. Again, the most important thing is you don't have to download anything. Just go to app.quiiiz.com and start playing today. So you can test your knowledge. You can win cash with three eyes, like a three-pointer. That might be the easiest way to remember this particular site. Play now, showcase your skills, and take home cash prizes. App.quiz.com where fans become champions. So Deshaun, the gauntlet has now at least gone to a split for the Mm -hmm. Hawks. Of course, they had a six-game homestand that started Friday night with their game against the Mavs. Game two of the six-game homestand was tonight. They did get the win over the Raptors, so now it's one and one. And then it kicks off again Tuesday. They're going to face the Lakers. It'll be their first time facing them this season. And the good thing is Lakers are like six and four in their last 10 games. So maybe this is one of those times where the Hawks can take advantage of that. It'll be interesting to see what kind of happens before that game. If you watched our last segment, you know exactly what we're talking about. Then they'll take on the Suns Friday. Suns had won seven straight before they took an L to the Pacers on Friday night, but they are definitely blazing over in the Western Conference Hawks also get an opportunity for revenge. They got blown out by the Warriors last Wednesday. They'll get them this Saturday, and then they'll end the homestand with the Clippers next Monday. Again, this is one of those teams they will face for the first time this coming season. That'll be next Monday. So, Deshaun, yeah, we can definitely see a win in there. But my question is, do you see a path within this homestand where the Hawks can stack wins? Honestly, no, not really. I don't. Um, not with the way that, you know, this team has been playing lately. Um, you know, we've seen a win on tonight. That's great. But I think that should have been one with a little bit more confidence. Shouldn't have been nearly as close to, as it was. I don't want to treat it like a loss because it was a win, but I'm not going to treat it like it was the championship either. None of the teams that are coming in here over the next four or five, six, whatever games, because I think after that, you know, is Boston and a few other teams and whatever, what have you. um, None of them are the Toronto Raptors. Let's just make that very, very clear. And it wasn't that long ago where I just don't have the type of memory that will forget the 30 point loss to Washington at home. 
So I don't want to be that person, but I have been left to be that person. Um, so with that being said, you have a Lakers team that, you know, comes in here and while they have all of these pieces and all of this different stuff, you know, where, you know, talent and LeBron and all that kind of stuff that goes along with that. Um, there is some vulnerability within the Lakers as well, because they haven't played exceptionally great, um, this year. So I think that that is possible, but I think the one that is more possible of the four, um, than all of them, which is going to sound crazy to a lot of people to hear me say this is probably going to be Golden State, who we've seen both of those teams play on last night. Right. Um, but Golden State just has not been remotely close to the same team that we've seen over the years. Take advantage of that while you can. That was a team that we owe revenge to uh, from earlier this week. And that was a very close game in which, you know, you had some guys didn't play and whatever else, what have you for Atlanta. Um, but take advantage of their traveling from one side of the United States all the way to the other and them still trying to figure out things and all that kind of stuff. Hopefully we'll still have number five, DeJounte Murray here on the roster to go along with 11 Trey Young and all the other pieces. Um, but that is the one that I see that they could most likely get just because the Golden State Warriors have kind of been in disarray a little bit. Yeah. Nonetheless, Regardless as to any of those teams, Clippers included, Suns, whatever, you got to shoot better than 14% from three. We know that. You got to get more bench production than just 10 off of the pine. Um, you know, those, th those are the things. And the pace. Don't yeah. let old LeBron James, who got a, a, a beard full of gray and everything else, come in here and do, you know, what Toronto was trying to do was get up and down the floor and create, you know, fast fast break points and second chance points and things like that so um be loud wear your red you know and um you know we're not gonna go into state farm arena screaming mvp for nobody else unless it's one of our own yeah now that part i gotta agree with you because that was frustrating to be in that building on that night friday night and hear like the chance of MVP, but also kind of hearing those Mavs fans just as long as the Hawks fans. And we know real talk that Tuesday, the Lakers fans are going to be in the building. So yeah, Hawks fans have to get after it, come and support their guys because that fan, I know home, home court advantage hasn't been for the Hawks this season, what it has been in seasons past, but that doesn't mean that can't change you. They're going to need you guys Tuesday night, big time, especially because like you said, we don't know, which Lakers team is going to show up sometimes. We don't know mm -hmm. which Warriors team is going to show up sometimes, but either one of those teams could have taken a dub last night. Either one of those teams could have taken an L last night. Turns out LeBron James ends up hitting the game-winning free throws in a double overtime situation, but it could have gone either way. What that means is I think you might be onto something, Deshaun. There's every possibility that maybe the Hawks can sneak in and get a win over one of those teams, if not two of those teams, mm -hmm. and – the definition of stacking wins with the Hawks where they are right now, quite honestly, is if you can get three out of six, I think that would be huge. If they mm -hmm. can get three out of six and you may ask for our audience, where in the world are they going to get, you know, three, the other one? Well, yeah. honestly, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to give it a 50, 50. I think it could be a watch with the Lakers. I, I'm going to give you the Warriors. I think that might be a space, you know, sometimes revenge is a big time motivator. And I think, I would probably give it to and I would have to give it to the Clippers because okay. I don't see that win coming against the Suns if I had to choose one of those two. But again, 
All they really have to do is beat the Lakers and the Warriors, or at least two of those last four teams to go 500 on this homestand. And right about now, 500 on this homestand, especially if they're good wins, they can definitely be something that can motivate the Hawks when they go back on the road to take on some of those tougher teams, like you just mentioned, including uh, going up to the Celtics. But yeah, Tuesday's going to be interesting because like we talked about in that and one, we don't know. We don't know for sure what's going on as far as those trade rumors go. But all of the reports, at least for the last week, have still kind of pointed to the conversation taking place between the Hawks, the Lakers, and maybe looking for a third team in a DeJounte Murray trade. The last thing I'll say to Nietzsche is hopefully um, a lot of times when you see some of these, you know, franchises, historic ones like, you know, Lakers and stuff like that, or the way that a lot of these teams have built, you know, their rosters, the way that they have with the Clippers and Phoenix and obviously Golden State with their winning pedigree. Teams tend to play their best brand of basketball against those teams when they're on their home floor, you know. So hopefully this will be an instance where, you know, People can't like people in Atlanta, they can't wait for Golden State to come here so they can go to that game and root on the Hawks. They can't wait to, you know, the Lakers come into town so they can re root on the Hawks. And, you know, they are circled on everybody. They're a team. Those are teams that are circled on everybody's calendar all year round, no matter what gym they go into. And they're going to get everybody's best shot. So hopefully the Hawks can give them their best and uh, come away with adding a number to the left side of the result column. Put the other stuff that we were talking about in the N one deep dive segment to the side. If not, nothing else, just for 48 minutes, unless there's, God forbid, overtime. And um, put your best foot forward, and let me just see some effort. Let me see you go out there and lay it all out on the floor. Don't care about the games that came before this one. Don't really care about the games that are coming after this one. We're concerned with this one, and we're going to do our best to go out there and showcase what Hawks brand basketball is all about. Thanks for stopping by the Locked On Hawks postcast. Remember to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. And for more on the Hawks, check out Locked On Hawks with our guy, Brad Rowland. We'll see you next time.